I'm Halima Atta, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Perspective. So one of my favorite shows ever to ever watch ever is Adam Ruins Everything. It's on True TV and it's hosted by the comical but succinct Adam Conover who touches on a variety of topics and issues. And although I'm not even sure if it's still on air anymore, one of my favorite episodes was the one where he discussed trophy hunting with an animal lover. And after my friend sent me his college assignment on big game hunting as an episode suggestion, it all kind of came back to my head. So initially, trophy hunting, the entire argument seems very black and white, very clear. Trophy hunting is wrong, it's bad, and it needs to be stopped. But the entire trophy hunting debate isn't a simple black and white argument, but rather one pertaining to if ending big game hunting is even rational or achievable. So essentially, this is a debate of morality versus attainability. Obviously, killing animals in itself is wrong. Killing is inherently bad. But is it realistic to end this practice completely? So what is big game hunting? And why is it considered morally unacceptable by the majority of the population? And perhaps the most debated question, how could there possibly be an opposing side to the argument that it should be banned? Continue listening for a based discussion on trophy hunting, its implications on society and the environment, both positive and negative, as well as for a potential solution. So for the sole purpose of saving time, I will be focusing primarily on trophy hunting in Africa. Given that Africa hosts the largest hunting industry worldwide, with recent news articles stating that trophy hunting generates revenues of $200 million there, it only makes sense to focus on the continent where this practice is the most prevalent. So what is trophy hunting, or big game hunting? Well, to define this practice, I will read an excerpt from a study done by the Humane Society of the United States. Trophy hunting is defined as killing wild animals for their body parts, such as head and hide, for display but not primarily for food or sustenance. Trophies include, but are not limited to, parts, such as elephant ivory tusks, rhino horns, or deer antlers, to entire heads that can be mounted on walls or complete bodies that can be formed into lifelike poses by a taxidermist. Trophy hunters display their trophies in their homes or offices. So although this definition could potentially be biased as it was written by the Humane Society, I think it's safe to say that trophy hunting, per its explanation, regardless of the website or program defining it, is commonly accepted to be wrong. However, the most important aspect of this practice isn't its seemingly malicious intent, very malicious intent, but rather the money it produces. Yes, money shouldn't reign over animal lives in terms of value and importance, but unfortunately in capitalist societies that's how it works. This is where the instance of morality versus attainability comes in. Although the practice of big game hunting in itself is inherently bad, there are quite a few benefits that are created by it, which money plays a significant role in. To reiterate, South Africa generates a revenue of $200 million due to hunting. Think about what that money is funding or could potentially be funding. Not only does hunting drive the tourism industry, which is one of the most notable and valuable in Africa, but it provides significant benefits to societies which, again, thrive off of tourism and American exports. Given that big game hunting is such a complex issue because of its relation to the tourism industry, revenue, and conservation, it's important to acknowledge its implications before delving into its stance on the issue. Although it seems impossible, trophy hunting reaps many benefits. To begin, there is first the revenue it generates and what is done with it in relation to conservation efforts. Such a biodiverse continent like Africa, I hate saying Africa, it's like a pet peeve of mine because 
there's so many like different countries with different backgrounds and cultures that it hosts so it's a pet peeve of mine i hate generalizing but for the sake of this episode i'm gonna say it anyway so such a biodiverse continent like africa obviously hosts um host a plethora of animals which are highly desirable to trophy hunters so take the prideful african lion for example Per a research article done by the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences in the U.S., more than $1 billion is needed to annually secure Africa's protected areas with lions. $1 billion is a lot of money, which countries like South Africa, who primarily house species like the African lion, do not have to allocate to conservation efforts. And it's important to note that that statistic only accounts for protection of lions, that is one animal. And obviously, again, given Africa's biodiversity, the cost to protect all of its species is even more exorbitant. So for understandable reasons like these, it is clear that conservation in Africa is severely underfunded. This is where trophy hunting can be viewed in a positive light. Just as the name suggests, big game hunters are steadily eager to pay big costs. With the prices of elephant, lion, and leopard hunting starting at $40,000, $35,000, and $32,500 respectively, disregarding additional costs like housing and everything that goes to these programs which provide the hunting, it is no surprise that trophy hunting brings in a revenue of $200 million in South Africa alone. It's insanely expensive. However, the most important part of this practice is where the money goes. Given how underfunded conservation efforts are in Africa, the vast proceeds in which trophy hunting garners reap many benefits in terms of helping out the environment and its species. Many areas in these African countries do not have money to manage wildlife properly without the money brought in by big game hunting. So ironically enough, the monitored killing of animals is actually largely beneficial to conserving animals. And to cite information from the official Conservation Conservation or CONCON website, trophy hunting has a smaller footprint than ecotourism. Fewer people provide a higher revenue, meaning less flights, and hunters require less infrastructure, meaning habitat degradation is minimal. Additionally, hunters don't mind hunting in less attractive areas, meaning more areas can facilitate hunting. So this smaller environmental footprint is caused by the sole fact that trophy hunting is so expensive, which leads to less people being able to afford doing it, meaning that less people will do it, which in turn leads to a reduced amount of energy used and a smaller footprint. This significantly decreases damage that is done to these habitats, which of course fuels conservation efforts. Lastly, the institution of legal protected trophy hunting has the potential to decrease poaching greatly. Just to clarify, because at least I didn't know, poaching and trophy hunting are different. To sum it up, poaching is a legal killing of animals, whereas trophy hunting is legal and monitored. Although, yes, animals are being killed in both practices, poaching is significantly more destructive. It is monitored or legal, meaning that hunters kill random animals for free. And that lack of such a vast revenue means less money is able to supply conservation efforts. For this exact reason, the continuation of monitored legal trophy hunting could provide a strong anti-poaching presence. I think the sad truth is that in such geographically lush places like South Africa, Namibia, Zimbabwe, Tanzania, amongst many other African countries, animals are going to be killed regardless of the legality of the situation. By acknowledging that this practice is inevitable because of the corruptness of so many individuals, you might as well make money from it, which will in turn go to programs that will protect many animals throughout the African continent, managing wildlife and the environment effectively. So one word which I wanted to stress was monitored. 
That's something that obviously comes with something being legal. However, that links to the main negative that comes with trophy hunting. With a practice as potentially detrimental as trophy hunting or hunting in general comes the risk that rules aren't enforced completely. Many sub-Saharan countries simply don't have the governance to provide decent regulation over these practices. This ultimately leads to important policies established to ensure long-term protection of animals and the environment to be neglected. For example, sometimes age restrictions on animals aren't followed, meaning that some are killed by trophy hunting without being able to even reproduce and contribute to a population. And this is a significant factor because the entire basis that trophy hunting should be continued is something that relates and links back to the main idea that conservation efforts are important. Conservation means more of a population. And when animals are hunted at a young age to the point where they're never able to reproduce, it kind of destroys the entire purpose and basis, the founding ideology of keeping trophy hunting in place and institutionalized, which is that Animals need to reproduce so that they can have a better population, remain healthy and strong, and not go extinct. So by killing animals too early, by not enforcing that regulation and that rule that animals need to be, that animals can only be trophy hunted at a certain age after they've reproduced, completely destroys the entire basis that they need to be conserved, and it's just not effective at all. Not to mention, there are situations where science isn't the basis for creating restrictions on the number of animals allowed to be trophy hunted. For this reason, there is a chance that certain species could be subject to overhunting, something observed in Tanzania with lions. Additionally, the money generated from trophy hunting isn't always allocated to the correct people and organizations. And this is another one that's just completely ineffective. My bad. The entire basis, again, of trophy hunting and its continuation and legalization and further institution, further institutionalization is that it will lead to a better population, a more lush um, geographic, you know, like biodiverse presence, etc. By overhunting species, by hunting those who have never even gotten the chance to reproduce, etc., etc., the list of negatives goes on and on. These cons are all linked to money and are all linked to population. By depriving all of these animals, it's really just not effective at all. It's just hunting and poaching all over again. And that's what separates poaching from trophy hunting or big game hunting. One is being paid for and the other is not. One is legal and the other is just destructive and not legal, illegal. And so by overhunting, by preying on populations which haven't even gotten the chance to populate themselves further, it's ineffective. Trophy hunting is just ineffective. And it cannot be... It can, trophy hunting cannot give actual solutions and benefits to the environment and to wildlife, etc., without also producing a population, if that makes sense. So with that argument in mind, it doesn't make sense um, for money generated from trophy hunting to not go to the right people because that just links back to deaths of animals without any type of benefits. Because as I said before, I want to reiterate that killing animals is never is never right. It's morally wrong. Killing is inherently bad. It's wrong. However, the only reason that trophy hunting is different is because the money that it generates can go to these conservation efforts. And when, as I said before, the money generated from trophy hunting isn't always allocated to the correct people and organizations, it's just being neglected and that money is just being abused. Killing animals is just abuse at that point. And again, it always is. I'm not one for the killing of animals, but if these animals are going to be killed anyway, you might as well find a way to prevent further killing that's outside that 
legal bubble. Therefore, money that's not going to fuel conservation efforts and communities that will in turn fuel conservation efforts in these places and countries in Africa just renders trophy hunting useless. Therefore, it's such an awful con and maybe just such it's such a it's a negative that carries a lot of weight because if the money generated from trophy hunting isn't going to the right organizations, what is the point of trophy hunting at all? And to move on to perhaps the most notable con of trophy hunting, it's ethically wrong. As I just mentioned before, the idea of killing an animal to preserve a part of its body or even stuffing its entire body to keep for yourself is one that doesn't particularly sit well with most people. And this is an idea that could potentially end trophy hunting altogether. Again, this idea carries so much weight. Killing innocent animals is inhumane. It's just wrong. And something like that could really house a lot of negatives in um, the argument that trophy hunting should be continued. The argument that trophy hunting should be continued will only, it'll, trophy hunting will only be further institutionalized if it's agreed on or commonly accepted by the people. And when the people, the majority of the people, as I've mentioned just now, do not really like the idea of killing animals for their body parts, it could be something that's going to just end very soon. And that's why it's so important to know of the benefits that it could potentially possess, that trophy hunting could potentially possess, rather than focusing on its ethical idea in itself, which sounds very harsh, but it's the truth. So as I end every episode, I want to propose a potential solution. Limit the practice. That's the main takeaway from this entire episode, from the entire issue of trophy hunting. Although morally wrong, there are simply too many valuable benefits that come with big game hunting. And as previously mentioned, it's safe to say that in a content like content, continent like Africa, these animals are going to be killed one way or another. It's harsh, but it's the truth. These countries might as well make money off of it, which could benefit their environments and wildlife significantly. And limiting the practice is something that could definitely reduce the poaching and unjust, unnecessary killing of these animals in these in these countries like Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Namibia, etc., where hunting, poaching, and just hunting in general is the most prevalent. And for that reason, it's probably something that's really effective to limit the practice and in turn up the prices. Because there are some very corrupt, or should I say, unique individuals who find joy in killing animals and sending them to like a taxidermist to get them stuffed and to put in their home offices. It's a disgusting ideal. It's awful morals, very flawed. However, People are that corrupt that they're willing to pay a lot of money to hunt these animals, which in turn can house many benefits for um, cons- conservation efforts and in these environments in general. Meaning that by limiting the practice, you're basically opening it up. You're opening up big game hunting and trophy hunting to those who are that passionate about it that they're willing to pay hundreds and thousands of dollars just to what kill an elephant. It's morally wrong, it's very morally flawed, but there's people that are willing to do it. And as long as people are willing to, and as long as there's just a few amount of people that are willing to pay that much money to kill one animal, the practice could be reduced and the price could be inflated, meaning that more money could be made from less people killing less animals, which could house many benefits as I mentioned previously. And of course, this practice would be rendered useless without an effort being made to enforce these regulations even greater. The entire basis of continuing this trophy hunting practice is connected to the money it makes, which proves to be beneficial. Therefore, trophy hunting shouldn't exist without regulations because it'll just lead to more innocent animals being killed with no value, meaning just poaching. And the entire basis of trophy hunting 
and its continuation is that it's the opposite of poaching. It brings benefits to the community, to the environment, and to wildlife, meaning that if an effort isn't made to enforce these regulations, such as the age restrictions or the, the maximum number of animals able to be killed by one party or one person, then hunting will just be, trophy hunting will just be ineffective. So my potential solution is limiting the practice, raising the price, which works in tandem with making an effort, a genuine effort from all of these African countries, which I previously mentioned, to enforce these hunting regulations even greater. By doing both of these things together, trophy hunting could lead to more money being brought in, which could potentially produce a great amount of benefits to the environment, to societies in Africa, and to wildlife management in Africa. Essentially, big game hunting is a morality versus attainability issue. Although morally wrong, ending trophy hunting completely could produce many disadvantages to wildlife and the environment, ironically enough. But several aspects of its continuation could also prove to be harmful at the same time. And I think those discrepancies are what makes this issue so complex. To wrap this up, I hope you're able to learn a little bit more about trophy hunting and maybe even change your perspective on it. Because trophy hunting is one idea that, one argument that a lot of people are very close-minded to given that the vast majority of people do not like the idea of killing animals for parts of their body, which is understandable. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed learning about the pros and cons of this topic, and be sure to stay tuned for a new episode next Thursday.